Welcome to 2020. And Internal Fire introduces you to Fireproof. And in these next few weeks, we're going to talk about some heavy stuff. So listener discretion is advised. In these next few weeks, we're going to be talking about some infamous people, people that might no longer be living and some people who are. And what we'll be doing is identifying the child behind the abuser, the child behind the predator, the child behind the school shooter. And by no means should these people not be held responsible for their actions, but we will identify some key things that I want you to realize the importance of getting your mental health help, especially for our young people. Because what if these people had gotten the help that they needed when they were children? Would they have still become the predators, the abusers, the school shooters, the serial killers that they did become? Welcome to 2020, and let's focus on how we can start to save our young people and save our own mental health. We're entering into a whole new decade. 2020 is coming up. We're about to do things differently and do things differently because 2019 was not the year that you expected it to be and it could have been so much more. But what I want to help you identify is those specific gifts and talents that you have, those blind spots and areas that you need to pay attention to, those gaps you need to fill, those values, and have that level of self-awareness so you can tap into your genius zone. Yes, I do actually mean a genius zone. We all have it. We all have these special skills within ourselves that that we just don't tap into like we need to. So I need you to write down this email address and email me so we can sit down and go through this assessment. That email address is info, I-N-F-O at AishaThomas.org, A-I-S-H-A-T-H-O-M-A-S dot O-R-G. Again, email me right away. And what we're going to do is provide you the tools that you need to make 2020 that year that you never expected. Eight men have been shot to death in cold blood on Central Florida highways, including the busy tourist route of I-75. But this time, there's an even more chilling twist to the slain. Police say for the first time in criminal history, these killers may be murdering with a feminine touch. Imagine the grief, the hurt, the anguish that they have caused. This family... This is a man that I had for sure. I hope she meets up with, quote, old Sparky. You know who old Sparky is. Eileen Wernos coined a female serial killer. If you have ever seen the movie Monster, it depicted her story and how she ended up where she murdered at least seven men between 1989 through 1990. And although she claimed self-defense, she was sentenced to death and later executed by lethal injection. Now, of course, you don't normally see women being sentenced to death or put to death. Many are in death row, but it's rare for a woman to be both labeled a serial killer and actually be put to death because of the crime she committed. But just like the last podcast, I want us to take a deeper dive and look into Eileen's life. 
What happened to her as a child that got her to the point where she went from a young girl to a serial killer? This is a picture of Chief, the local pedophile. He's thought to be the father of Eileen's child. Chief later committed suicide. He was like a bit of a strange old man, wasn't he? Kind of, yeah. A lot of people thought he was. But they were a gathering place there for kids because they had kids from everywhere that came there all the time. And uh, I remember when I was little, see, Chief would want to pick kids up and put them on his lap, and he'd talk and tell them about this and that. And I never would allow it because I just, he kind of freaked me a little bit. She used to do a lot of drugs with who lived in this little white one. This is Eileen tells right here. This is it. And that's it, that. That's it. This is her house. And when you saw her being beaten, where? Uh, that door right there, I was in front of that door. See, they've redid the house since then, but the, that room in the very back is her bedroom. Not the first one, but the one in the and back. And that's where she was being? Yeah, this one, the second window. And she, see how low they are? She's, we, she used to walk, climb right out of them. Eileen, age 16, left Michigan and traveled down here to Florida looking for son and friends. She was young and pretty, earning good money as a hooker, but with a violent temper and soon in trouble. She knocked one man out with a beer bottle, another with a billiard ball. Now, if we take a look into Eileen's childhood, you'll see that she experienced a lot of adverse childhood experiences. These are the same adverse childhood experiences that we're going to continue to talk about because this shows that a child has risk factors that might lead them into lives of criminality, mental health issues, and even health issues. By the time she was born, her parents were already separated. By the age of four, her mother abandoned her and her brother and sent them to live with her grandparents. Her father was in a mental health hospital for child molestation where he later committed suicide. In that home that she lived, with her grandfather, he abused her, and he also committed suicide. So the trauma continued. Even in her early teens, she ended up pregnant by a family friend who sexually assaulted her and got blamed for it and gave that child up for adoption. So she had trauma after trauma that happened where she eventually dropped out of school and entered into prostitution. Now there are a lot of risk factors that come with children who go through such extensive trauma, especially child sexual abuse, sexual abuse and abuse. Those include distrust of others and themselves, terror and anxiety, anger, and also studies show that teenage girls are more at risk of mental health issues if their father has them. They also are at risk of behavioral and emotional difficulties. If you look at the makeup of female offenders, 23 to 37% have also stated that they've been sexually abused before 18, and out of that number, 12 to 17% as children, showing that female offenders are more likely to be affected by child sexual abuse and also abuse as adults. So Eileen dealt with a lot of trauma, and that anger she had that females tend to internalize, she started to externalize it in everything and every interaction that she seemed to have. I have to come clean and cleanse my spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, so I have to come clean and tell the world 
the lies that went on through my mouth. I mean, the, now prosecutors and well, cops. And that, you, and that you killed the seven men. Huh? That you killed those men in cold blood. Yeah, and I got to come clean that I killed those seven men in first degree murder and robbery. Although it was identified that she experienced a lot of childhood trauma, although it was recognized all of her negative experiences as a child that might have led her to this point, in 1992, Eileen was sentenced for her crimes to death by lethal injection. She later on decided to come clean and plead guilty to three more crimes in addition to stating that she told some lies in her previous trial. Now, we don't know the full capacity of what Eileen was dealing with, but we can identify that she experienced childhood trauma. And like I stated before, it's important for us to get our children and the youth that we love and support the help that they need if they have experienced trauma because you never know how it might affect them. Now, we can all hope and pray that they don't end up doing anything similar to these stories that I'm sharing. But the reality is, is the likelihood there or is the possibility there? And unfortunately, the answer is yes. So can young people have mental health issues? The answer is yes. Now, if a child is growing up in a normal home, typically, it might not be identified that they do have a mental health concern. But for Eileen, she showed so many red flags. Some mental health conditions that affect children include anxiety disorders, mood disorders like depression or bipolar disorder, or even schizophrenia, which is a chronic mental illness that causes a child to lose touch with reality, which can equate to psychosis. Some signs to look for include mood changes, intense feelings. They might have overwhelming fear for no reason, maybe fast breathing or a racing heart, or they might even have worries or fears. Behavior changes that are drastic, difficulty concentrating, unexplained weight loss, physical symptoms, and even physical harm and substance abuse. A lot of these signs are similar to our last podcast where we talked about signs that a child might be sexually abused. There's so many similarities, but the signs are there. And if you do suspect it and that child's in school, let a school counselor know. If you're a parent, refer them to a mental health counselor or talk to your mental health provider or your doctor and see if you can potentially get a referral. Because the sooner you can address this issue, the better. Because, again, we will hope and pray that this doesn't happen to too many children. But a lot of the people that you see that are offenders in prison have dealt with so much trauma that it changes and it evolves to anger. It evolves to criminality. And then it continues to spiral out of control where you might find them in a drastic situation. And the goal is to prevent that. So please, if you know a child is dealing with mental illness, get it addressed as soon as possible. It's easy to turn a blind eye or think that that is not your issue. But remember, there might be lives saved by you just deciding to get that child help so it doesn't spiral out of control in the case like Eileen, where people are victimized 
and now it's left a trail of destruction. 2020 is the year of vision, but what I want to do is instill that same type of sight within our young people, within the next generation of leaders. So what I want you to do is grab a copy of my book, Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out to Be the Best You, available on Amazon.com or on my website, AishaThomas.org, so you can gift that to a young person so they are aware of their gifts and talents and the things that they need to do to be radically confident. We want to decrease these suicide rates and make our young people, the next generation of leaders, understand their greatness. So grab a copy today, buy it for your friends that have children, buy it for your mentees, buy it for the young people in your community so we can change their mindset as they lead in the next generation. The fire within Speak Fire is so lit right now. What's up, guys? This is Aisha Thomas, your host of Internal Fire, inspiring you from the inside out. And I want to introduce you to the other podcast within the Speak Fire family. And don't forget that Speak Fire with the Y. Check out our new podcast by Cornelius D. We have Champion Fire, inspiring the champion within you. If you're a father, if you have families, make sure you check out Jody S.'s podcast called Father's Fire. And you also want to check out Leadership Fire, hosted by by Michael G, Student Fire, hosted by Bobby B, Young Fire, hosted by Sean B, and make sure you tune into our new episodes that drop every Monday. Get your fire sparked. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I really appreciate all of your support. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms on at Miss Aisha Speaks. That's M-S-A-I-S-H-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. And don't forget to check out my website, AishaThomas.org. And make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, make sure you leave a dope comment.